0: to Open Us, the podcast about openness to new experiences. My name is Professor T and with me is my co-host Dr Toomey. How are you doing this evening Toomey?
1: I am very good this evening uh, Professor T. It's good to be uh, starting this brand new podcast.
0: Yes I feel the same. Uh, We are in the midst of putting together ideas for this podcast, and as I said in the intro there, this podcast is going to explore new experiences for both of us. We're going to try to do things, we're going to experience things, we're going to research things, and we're going to investigate topics and uh, uh, pastimes that we've never experienced before. That's the general theme of what we're discussing on this podcast.
1: Yes, and as a way of introduction, by way of introduction, whatever well, the fancy phrase there is, let me just uh, give... The listener, well there's no listener at the moment because it's a brand new podcast, but let me give you a flavour of what openness is. Um, So openness is one of the big five personality traits, the others being conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness and neuroticism. These are universal personality traits that people around the world have. But openness is what we're focusing on here and it's the personality trait linked to curiosity, flexibility and open-mindedness. That's a kind of a concise definition of it and people who score high on openness tend to be curious about inner and outer worlds open to new experiences willing to entertain novel ideas and unconventional values and are more affected by their own emotions okay and um just to cut in there at
0: this point in time in your life would you say that you are an open individual would you say uh, openness is a strong personality trait of yours
1: I think I am fairly open, but I think that brings me to a, a kind of... If you, if you break down openness into different areas, I would probably be open in certain areas and then closed or less open in other areas. So if you look at openness, you can break it down into six different sub-facets or, or elements beneath this sort of overall factor of openness. And the first one would be fantasy. Um, the second is aesthetics. The uh, third one is feelings, act fourth one is actions the fifth one is ideas and the sixth one is values so i think any person would be probably have a, a scatter of scores across those different parts of openness so
0: what we're planning to do on this podcast is become open to new experience become open to actions because as we've discussed in our lives things have kind of turned a bit, uh, I won't say stale, but uh, repetitive in the types of things we do. Maybe our hobbies are hobbies we've long held and aren't anything new. Uh, Maybe the types of things we get up to in the evenings or the weekends are things we've long done, things we've been doing for years, uh, sometimes decades. Um, And we recently discussed ideas for uh, a topic for a podcast and we realized that maybe we don't really have anything in common that we can discuss at length, that we can discuss in depth and that warrants actually starting a podcast. So we realized then that maybe the lack of things in common is a good reason to start trying to do new things and new experiences.
1: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, that's, that's something that's really, we've talked about a few times is yeah, we don't do a lot of new things together as friends. And when we were growing up, just through that process of, of finding yourself and going through maturation as in your teens and your early 20s you you end up doing lots of things together because it's kind of in the natural flow of life really but uh so that's all kind of new and exciting at that stage in your life but then then you get a bit older and you you start um i suppose groups of friends in general you start doing your own thing you have different partners different girlfriends uh, or boyfriends or whatever um and uh you're going through different experiences different jobs uh and so so you don't have that shared experience and then you're doing as you said you kind of get into your own routine because you're kind of you're focusing on work um getting through the week well th- this is just my own perspective anyway and i think if there's lots of people in a group not doing new things together then there's nothing really to talk about <laughs>
0: yeah would you agree yeah yeah i do agree actually and just as you were saying that i was just thinking of our own close circle of friends and the types of reasons we meet up are kind of very similar to the types of reasons we've been meeting up for the last 15 years uh, to go out drinking and maybe little else very uh, <laughs> very few other reasons um, and like i can't say that i've developed a new hobby in the last 10 or 15 years that has brought me closer to one of my friends maybe Maybe podcasting is the only new thing I've done, really, in the last in recent history. Um, but thinking of other things, other experiences, I'm similar to you in that one of the things you were talking about was uh, trying new activities or new strange foods, that type of thing. If I look at a restaurant menu and I see something unusual on it, it's very unlikely for me to go, yeah, I'll have that. I'll have the squid tentacles or I'll have whatever the hell it is. Um, I just go for one of the tried and tested things that I've always had. Or sometimes I'd be a bit adventurous, but it's in in the minority of occasions. And um, so new experiences as well. Like uh, I would be doing the same types of activities, the same types of things, the same type. I, I would be spending my recreational time in the same way that I've been doing for the last 10 or 15 years. And this is the main reason, I reckon, that we decided to do this podcast to open ourselves up to new activities because we haven't been doing anything new and it's it's evident when we started trying to discuss ideas for something that we shared that we had in common that we could have a podcast about
1: yeah definitely and maybe the one thing and we have in common that stands out is that we don't do new things yes <laughs> and so we don't we don't have any kind of new kind of stimulating shared interests coming along so that's why what we want to change and we think that this kind of applies to lots of friends and groups of friends as you get a bit older so this might stimulate other groups of people to to generate new activities new experiences get out of those routines and kind of have something to talk about with your group of friends not just relying on those big events like the weddings or the stags or someone's birthday actually having something in common outside of those events that's new and fresh and exciting as I said, when you're growing up, drinking and, and going out and meeting girls for, for groups of lads and our, our group of friends anyway, was that was the excitement. But like you settle down a bit as you get older, so you need some sort of new, uh, new source of stimulation.
0: Yeah, and like if I'm looking through my phone book on a Friday night and I'm at a loose end, I'm looking for people to go for a pint with or on a Saturday or something, I'm looking for people to go for a pint with because that's really the main activity that I share with people, um, especially other male friends. Uh, and like, other people actually have hobbies and actually have interests that don't necessitate going to the pub and potentially staying out till two or three in the morning, which is always a potential for me. Like if, if I'm going to want to do something at the weekend, it's really limited to that. And that's kind of sad in a way that there's nothing else there. And there's no other, there's no other reasons where I can contact somebody and say, do you want to meet up for X, Y or Z? And... That it not be a going out drinking thing. There's there's very little else there for me anyway. Those are the kind of reasons why we have decided to do this podcast. Um, are there any reasons I've left out there? Do you have anything else you want to bring to the table just before we kind of get into some of the ideas that we have?
1: Uh, nothing to bring to the table. I'm happy with what is already laid out on the table. Well, excellent. I'm ready for a good uh, meal that will give food for thought.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Uh, <laughs> too many metaphors there for me to even um, tackle. So. Um, tackle itself being a metaphor of course the idea would be we are going to start trying new experiences we're going to lay out what we're going to do each week and then we're going to do it and then the following week we're going to report back on how we got on doing that experience or reading up about that particular topic or um, immersing ourselves, ourselves in some activity that we previously have never done before and that's the main criterion there we have to have never done this before um And we're going to fully immerse ourselves in whatever it is and we're going to report back. And we hope as the weeks pass and as the episodes uh, continue that people will start doing these activities along with us. And when we get social media up and running and things like that down the line, perhaps people will contribute ideas themselves or make suggestions. And it can be a kind of a, a group thing. It can be... How did everybody get on doing this activity, or how did everybody get on looking about, looking up into this topic, or whatever it might be?
1: Um, so maybe we'll talk about some of the ideas we've had so far. We have a kind of a, a draft list of of new things we could do. So we've we've kind of split it into reading new things and actually doing new things. Yeah. So um,
0: I, th- I think we had a discussion recently where. I actually I mentioned anyway for my own self that I don't really read nearly enough anymore. And it's a hobby of mine that I, I used to engage in quite a lot. Um, just beside me are, are bookshelves here filled with books, about 50 percent of which I haven't read because I bought them during a period where I did read a lot of books and then never got around to reading them. And then I kind of continued to buy books that interested me over the years, but never kind of registered the fact that actually I don't read anymore. So why am I continuing to buy books? Um, Then I kind of switched to using a Kindle um, on my phone, a Kindle app. But after a while, the novelty of that wore off as well. And I stopped reading books on that. And I think reading is an activity that I'd like to get back into. And maybe I should veer away from some of the um, old favorites of mine, which are like autobiographies and things like that, and read about something that I've never read about before. Maybe something factual, maybe an old classic novel um, that I've never looked or never read before or looked at before
1: yeah and I suppose it's um it, reading novels and it's maybe thinking about new ideas like going back to that uh, that idea that openness is about being open to ideas that's part of it as well so if if you open yourself up to thinking about new things having new kind of topics of interest then you can tell your friends about that and then you you can have something to to, to tell people that's new and might be interesting to them or you could just bore them or or talk at them yeah (laughs) alternatively but at least you'd be trying um so and especially uh, maybe maybe which is most interesting is topics that people wouldn't necessarily associate with you or i Um, and we have a list of them here and things we we literally know nothing about um, so I'll just go through the list here uh, World War One. <laughs> yeah. so I, I'm uh, completely ignorant
0: to most of history Like m- uh, most history I'm completely ignorant ignorant yeah. to or ignorant of or ignorant about or regarding whatever the correct way to phrase whatever it is, the thing is um, yeah. and speaking English as well no my really joke. Um, so yeah that's just the idea of World War One, right everybody knows about world war ii it's the more famous of the two world wars like it's the kind of sexier one it's like oh um you know auschwitz <laughs> and all that type of stuff and it's like, <laughs> sexy,
1: <Yeah>, sexy <laughs> sexy world war ii Go on. yeah but i
0: mean like the, the you, you know the iconography it's all over the place you know um mm. about the escape. nazis and, and hitler and all that type of stuff but mm. i and even that i don't really know too much about to be honest um but world war one is something i know very little about and Obviously, it's a vast topic. It's we're 100 years removed from it now. There's been endless books and history books and whatever and documentaries written about it. So that's a topic that you could really sink your teeth into.
1: Yeah. And you find some interesting things you could apply to today's world and some other kind of ideas from history we could learn about that we know nothing about are the famine, the Irish famine, Yeah, <laughs> which is weird being an Irish person, not really knowing anything about that. I mean, we were taught that in school. But actually learning it properly and understanding it uh, would be interesting. Yeah, like um, again,
0: like it's something that, you know, the highlights, like the potato crop failed and people emigrated to America. But like there must be so much more <laughs> to it than that. Like, and, yeah. Um, you know, I don't just want the Omnibus uh, weekend edition. I want to be able to discuss maybe that topic with somebody at length if it happens to come up in conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. And we also had the Roman Empire in there. Um, Interesting idea you just added to the list, uh, evolution. I'm not sure if I can uh, join you on your um, evolving uh, knowledge in evolution because I've already gone through my own evolution phase. But I'd love if if you uh, took that on as a new thing for you to learn about and then we could discuss it. Yeah, I mean, it Um, it
0: wouldn't be completely new to me. I've read maybe a bit here and there about it. And I read like um, What's-His-Face... Richard Dawkins, one of his books, um, but but it's something I've only just dipped my toe in the water of, and uh, like I'd like to know more about it, especially because it, it it does come up in conversation, and you kind of you know a bit about it, but I I'd be the type of person who's like I'd kind of keep my mouth shut unless I knew for a fact that the person I was speaking to knew less than me about it. Then I'd be confident enough to talk about it, but if I got the sense that somebody might have an equal level of knowledge or more knowledge than I would, I'd be Pretty quiet about it because I'd be afraid I'd make a fool out of myself saying anything.
1: <laughs> well, I, that's an interesting uh, take on it. Um, I suppose when I was going through my evolution phase, like reading a few books on it and stuff, um, and by a few I mean one book, <laughs> 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 uh, I was a bit uh, regretful that I didn't really have anyone to talk to about it. Um, and I think uh, if two people or two friends, go and learn about something together then he, then they can talk about it together and that can really um just leave the ideas in your head so if you, if you read a book about any topic and you don't have anyone to sort of talk to about it it's kind of a shame because it just sort of drifts away and you kind of over time forget that knowledge so
0: yeah and uh, you, you, you try and shoehorn it into conversations in the pub <laughs> after like six points or something and most often like nobody else wants to talk about it
1: Or they give you a really short window when you're just sort of getting warmed up on the topic. Yeah, Uh, and then their eyes glaze over, and
0: and you become kind of insufferable in a way because. (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) I've definitely been that insufferable person. I've tried to force topics down people's throats. Yeah, (laughs) uh, like a dog with a bone, um, but it hasn't quite worked out for me. Yeah. So that that's kind of the reading end of things. Um, Lots lots of food for thought there. Uh, to use that phrase for the second time uh, (laughs) in this podcast, a phrase I've never used uh, before, really. I haven't used it in years, if ever. Uh, moving on, but just
0: just to interrupt there, you do find yourself saying all sorts of shite that you would never say in real life when you have a microphone in front of your face because you have to come up with new ways of phrasing things. You don't want to be repetitive, so you. you I don't know where your mind goes. Mind is the same. You just go to this place in your brain that has all these things stored, never to be used, like the attic of your mind or something. And then yeah. you're like, oh, food for thought. That fits here. Come on. Fuck it.
1: And if you if you say it once early in the podcast and you're fucked, you're definitely going to say it yeah. uh, a few times later on. No, it's, it's
0: on your like recently used type of things. Like.
1: I think I've said the word stimulate, for example, um, four or five times in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so we go on to doing, uh, open to new experiences, kind of the, the doing things. Yeah, go ahead. End of things? I'll let you
0: go ahead there. Yeah.
1: So we'll just uh, just pick out a few of these ideas that we, that we had. Um, the first was a drag queen brunch.
0: Yes, this is an interesting one that uh, you suggested there. So I'm aware of there's a, uh, the fact that there's a lot of drag queen shows around Dublin. Um, there are, are there's a very popular um, drag queen show on Netflix, Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, so it's kind of an activity that. Uh, good pocket of people are interested in or go to but it's definitely something i've never been to before and you definitely haven't either been to anything like that before so if you're talking about new experiences something you've never done before that is definitely one for the list
1: that ticks the boxes yeah and something i I haven't really thought about too much or just thought about in in passing i thought oh that's a funny idea but i bet you there's there's a lot of interest there within the drag queen brunch circuit um, and I th- I'd say you got a good brunch out of it Just well. go into the
0: brunch aspect of it as well, because I found this interesting.
1: <laughs> well, well, uh, this comes from my girlfriend Liz and her friends. Uh, they went on a random Sunday to go and get, go to a drag queen brunch. And she was just saying it as if it was just the most regular thing yeah. in the world. Um, so this this is a thing that's been going on for a while. Uh, I was unaware of it. Uh, people go, you eat brunch, I, I, best, I guess, uh, Eggs Benedict or... Maybe those American pancakes, and you are served by drag queens. But only those
0: two dishes, right?
1: Only those <laughs> yeah, only those two dishes. It's a very limited menu, um, and the drag queens do a bit of a dance around, or they might do a little, you know, get up with the microphone. And so there's, and there.
0: a, there's some part of a live show to it as well.
1: There's a yes, a, a live show while having brunch, which in itself is is quite a new thing. Yeah, absolutely. Would, would yeah. you agree,
0: drag queens or not? That's a new new experience. Yeah,
1: any entertainment uh, during brunch. I I I wonder, is there any uh, other entertainments during brunch? I'm, I'm
0: going to confess to something here. I find the word brunch severely irritating. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a real wanky name for a meal, and uh, any time anyone says it, it kind of winds me up internally. Uh, it's just, like, unnecessary. But maybe I need to open my mind up to brunch.
1: Mm. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe brunch is just... Just keep it to brunch. Oh, no, sure. like,
0: like, go for the drag queen brunch. We've uh, we've committed to it now, so...
1: But it's an interesting one with, with brunch as a, as a kind of social activity came up in the last maybe five to ten years. And I definitely went through that same um, thought process like, about it. Like, do maybe.
0: people deliberately not have breakfast so that they can go for brunch? Or do they have a normal breakfast and then like, they're not quite that hungry but they eat more than they normally would at
1: lunch? Like, what the fuck is it like? Well, what, what's also confusing is that it used to be like oh, brunches at 11 o'clock or around that and it's in between breakfast and lunch but it's not. People are having brunch at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, yeah. uh, 4 o'clock See, rock. That's,
0: that's where my issue lies. It's 5 o'clock, I 6 o'clock,
1: <laughs> 7 o'clock rock. They're having brunches around the clock tonight. stop Sorry. it. Stop it. <laughs> just stop it <laughs> if you do it just stop it excuse me yeah so it, it's not linked to time so pe- i think people are just calling it uh, brunch okay. even though it could be a breakfast or a lunch okay
0: right so we've got brunch out of the way uh and i'm looking forward to lunch do you have lunch if you've had brunch who the fuck knows
1: but i think you have a light breakfast before it to answer your other question that i think you had earlier okay. i would have a, a, a light uh, maybe a a banana before
0: banana just on its own banana
1: just ban- banana on its own because you want to save your appetite for the, the brunch preferably a dra- drag queen
0: w- which could be at 2pm you're saying it could
1: be at 2pm and you're having yes. a
0: fucking banana that's all you're having
1: that's, <laughs> that's all I'm having yeah because I want to have my eggs benedict or my American pancakes <laughs> you wouldn't
0: be having banana with those pancakes now would you doubling up on the banana
1: <laughs> well if I was Jack Johnson maybe I would uh, that went referenced. over my head there, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> reference to uh, Jack's, uh, Jack Johnson's song, uh, Banana Pancakes. Ah, Very obscure okay. reference. Very good. Probably from around 2004 when he was uh, mildly popular. Uh, see, by, by,
0: by, the, by 2004, I was already in my rut of not doing anything new, so I never listened to Jack Johnson.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. Right, Something new there.
0: Okay, uh, so the next topic is listen to Jack Johnson. Yeah, add
1: that to the list. No, that's a joke. That's a bad joke. Um, oh, oh we'll, we'll cut that. <laughs> sorry, I should have responded to it. We'll, we'll cut that out. Um, As if it was a joke, yes. No, go so on.
0: go ahead. Sorry, you, you were doing well with the list there.
1: <laughs> well, we, well we're on. we got the first one part of the list done. Uh, skydiving.
0: Yes, and I brought this one up, and this is an idea of mine. I know you're not entirely um, on board with it, and neither am I. That's the thing. I Actually, the idea of it, I would be shitting myself with the idea of doing a skydive. But, and it's probably really expensive. And maybe when we find out all about that, we'll probably rule it out. But let's look into it at the very least. But um, it's something that I would never do. And anytime I hear about anybody doing it, I go, oh, Jesus Christ. And think about the idea of jumping out of a plane. And it scares the shit out of me. But maybe that's the type of thing we should be doing. Um, Stuff that we would never consider doing at all. And in fact, that's exactly the type of thing we should be doing.
1: Yes. Something we've been maybe cynical about or avoiding. I, I've been cynical about skydiving and bungee jumping. Yeah. Because I I'm just wary that everybody who does either skydiving or bungee jumping, everybody says, "Oh, it was amazing," and there must be some people who've thought, oh, "I was all right." Yeah. But I've yet I've yet to hear people who who have done one of those those things and said it was all right, or it was very scary, I didn't enjoy it. There isn't a lot of balance in the coverage that comes out. It's true, but it's,
0: it's one of those, it's, a, it's almost like a social contract. You have to say it was brilliant, um, because you don't want to appear boring. And if you if you say you didn't like it, or if you say it was all right, you appear boring, which negatively affects how others view you. It's like the Darren Brown thing about choosing the flavor of ice cream, and he knows if it's chocolate or tutti-frutti, people will always choose 2D Fruity because it seems more interesting and more quirky. And uh, it's just, it's, it's like, it's a done deal. Like when given those two options and in front of a live audience, sorry, this is something he did at one of his live shows. The person always chooses the 2D Fruity because they don't want to appear plain or boring or, or uninteresting. And, and saying that you didn't enjoy skydiving or that you don't like it or that whatever, it was all right, it's, people just don't do that.
1: Mm, it's it's almost socially unacceptable and that's what kind of uh, puts me into cynical mode. Uh, like if you said uh Brian Brian did skydiving but he was shitting himself the whole time and he didn't enjoy it. yeah I suppose. And then actually he and <laughs> that uh, looks bad for Brian. Dennis
0: nerves kind of calmed, but then just generally the experience he just didn't find that interesting.
1: Yeah. He said he might do it again if the opportunity came up, but he he, he wasn't kind of put out by it, you know? Yeah, so
0: it's, it's okay. Yeah. So maybe we can go and do it and get up. tell everybody it was brilliant and that it's fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, that, and then yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so moving All along to
1: that. Moving along, moving along swiftly. We have a list there, um, but I don't. I don't think we should go through all of it. Would would you agree? Yeah, no,
0: because each one kind of uh, sparks off a new conversation, and we don't need to be going into fifty or sixty minutes on the opening episode. Yeah,
1: Uh, and we're going to add to this list, and we're going to set up a social media platform for for you, the listener. There it is again to uh, send in your ideas for what you would like to do alongside us and we're going to add to this this list and we're going to hopefully get maybe hundreds of ideas and then each week we're going to pick out one of the ideas that we want to do um either reading a new topic learning about a new topic or doing something new or maybe both what do you know
0: yeah and um actually we're going to give know? you
1: sorry I, like <laughs> I just said what do you know i
0: don't know what you, i don't know what you're talking about there. Um, <laughs> I interrupted you to save you from embarrassment. Okay, so as this is week one of the podcast, we have to choose one of these topics to actually do between now and the next episode. And one of the topics on our list that I don't think we read out on the reading list, the first one that we went through, was science fiction classics. So science fiction, or sci-fi, is a genre that neither of us have really read too much um, books um, from. I wouldn't say I've read any science fiction books, but... It's actually a genre that's quite popular and has been going for a very long time. And if you go back as far as the likes of H.G. Wells, which is actually the book that we uh, have picked out, um, those books were written a very long time ago and are still kind of held up today as classics and are still applied to the modern world. And H.G. Wells was born in 1866, and all of the stuff uh, apparently still holds up today and you can apply themes from his books to the modern world and um, they touch on all sorts of themes that are still relevant in today's world so we've chosen to read between now and the next episode the invisible man by hg wells Whoa. <laughs> and we will report back um, on our findings from that classic novel
1: and we welcome you to join us it's available on audible and in audio format on youtube actually as well if you want to join us and tune in with us uh, next time yes
0: actually and if you have amazon it's available for free as a kindle download so you've no excuse not to join in on the reading of the invisible man by hg wells and we're going to discuss that in depth next time and we're also going to discuss the topic for the following week and we hope by that point uh, you will have been joining in with us and we can have a discussion about it then on social media afterwards so thanks very much for listening to episode one we'll see you next time uh, any final thoughts to me Uh, stay open (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) right see you next time see you take care
0: bye bye if you'd like to contact us on social media ahead of next week's task search for us on twitter it's at openuspodcast on facebook it's also openuspodcast on instagram it's openuspodcast and via email it's openuspodcast at gmail.com so if you'd like to take part in the reading of the book, The Invisible Man, maybe you'd like to watch the film, The Invisible Man, or read another book by H.G. Wells, or simply open yourself up to reading science fiction if you've never done it before, please contact us on one of the previously mentioned social media platforms, and we'll be sure to include some of your responses on next week's show and discuss it. So thanks very much. <laughs>